0: to celebrate the Feast of Pentecost. How long has it been since the first Pentecost occurred? Over 1900 years. Not quite 2000, because it would have been after Christ had died, but only anyway, the outpouring of the Spirit over 1900 years. And we are part of that faith community that has been held together by the Spirit through century after century after century. I think it's so amazing when a couple is able to celebrate their 50th anniversary, or 60th anniversary, or 70th anniversary, because you know they would have had some challenges and difficulties, and many things would have been trying to pull them apart, but somehow the bond that held them together was stronger and greater Then everything within them or around them was trying to work against them and rip them apart. So we celebrate that. And so we celebrate that for the church, the whole church, that somehow through all the centuries and all the various things that could have ripped it apart and even destroyed it, somehow the power of God's spirit has been stronger than all the things and all the power of sin against it. I had a pastor that I worked with, a just really delightful guy, Father Leo Haggerty, if any of you ever met him. But he would say, the reason the church knows so much about sin is because it's committed most of them. And I think how true that is. If sin was going to rip it apart, it would have been ripped apart way back probably among the apostles when there was a conflict there. Paul had a lot of difficulty with people. Uh, He had difficulty with Luke, he had difficulty with Mark. In fact, he one time complains, everybody left me, I'm all by myself. It's because he was probably hard to get along with, probably hard to deal with. But anyway, even from the very beginning, there were tensions and struggles and conflicts, but it has held together over those 20 centuries. And here in St. Lawrence, if you're aware, this building was built in 1893. The cornerstone says July 4th, 1893. That makes the building itself 125 years old July 4th of this year. The parish's date of founding is 1869. And so in 2019, this parish will be 150 years old that's just a small part of the history of the church overall but your faith and the generations that have gone before you have held this community together could it have split apart and fragmented yes it sure could have could have simply been people just given up on it yes they could have but you are part of those and many of you have been part of this uh, community through many years and your ancestors before you. Um, I see we have Bob Hoyt back here, who's 90 some years old, who was, was he born? He was born here, right? Yeah, and part of the parish at least that long. So he's got a lot of the history of this parish here. And just think, again, we're celebrating the 150th anniversary. I wanna use that year, 2019, I mean, 1869 to 2019, to use the year 2019 as a way of really celebrating the history, but also the Catholic presence in the city of Muncie. I'd like to ask the ushers if they would pass out this little blue form, um, because we're looking at celebrating that 150th anniversary, and I want to get ideas from everyone in the parish as to what we might do. It's not just gonna be a one event thing, it's gonna be a celebration through the year. And so I'd like to get from you, what would you like to see? What would be, you think, beneficial, not just for our parish family, but be beneficial in a way of reflecting the Catholic presence in the city of Muncie? That's what I'm looking at and looking for. So. Anyway, in the top part of this blue sheet you're going to receive just some blank lines for ideas. What ideas that you have that maybe you thought of, you'd like to see, and how might we really celebrate that anniversary? Um the also listed underneath that ideas are the major committees. The parish steering committee, that will be the committee of those who kind of oversee and coordinate the work of the other, other committees. So they help make sure we don't um, run into each other and um, collide, that we, you know, we work together in the various ideas that, that are brought out. Um, that's the parish steering committee. And if you wanna be a part of that, check that line. Also a committee for special events and activities would be like a subcommittee Special events and activities, a lot of different things and ideas, small or large. um, If you'd like to be a part of that, it's not that you'd have to be doing all of them. If we have a lot of people sign up for that, a few people can do this, a few can do that, and plan that throughout the year. The promotion and publicity subcommittee, one of the primary things I want to do through this celebration, is reach out to all those who perhaps have taken a holiday, maybe taking a divert, taken a diversion. Maybe they've um, gone on a side road for a while and like to welcome, try to bring them back to be a part of us and with us again. So part of it is trying re- to reach out to all of those whose families have been over the years part of the parish of St. Lawrence and not not steal them from St. Francis or St. Mary's, but rather those who've actually been part of St. Lawrence, to bring them together and celebrate the history of our parish. Um, For those of you who went to Catholic school here at St. Lawrence, what I'm thinking there of trying to find someone to represent the graduation class of each year, like 62, (laughs) 61, 59, 40, 49, 47. I don't know how far back we can go, but trying to identify who is still around or who can we connect with, who are, say, part of the class of 47. Um, Maybe there's still some, and if they're in touch with any of their classmates, of bringing those addresses together as well. Anyway, I'd like to have every class um, contacted and invited and uh, a part of it. So again, that could be quite an outreach. Um, But anyway, that's part of the, I think the promotion and the publicity. Fundraising and sponsorship, all the surgical celebrations, uh, working on any of those. If any of those are of to you, I'd like to invite you to check that, and then we'll involve you in those, the planning of those various events. Because we're going into 2019, um, you may have received in the mail this priority plan for 2018. When I was reading through that, I said, oh, this is a lot of work. (laughs) It would be a lot of work, were just for a handful of people. But I would like to have everyone involved as much as possible. Because in the scripture we had today, the Holy Spirit has given gifts to everyone. They're meant for the building up of the community of faith. And all the gifts so different are many. And the Holy Spirit has given everyone a gift. And so we're trying to tap into the gifts of the whole community, not just the gifts of a few. I have an image of what if you think of the parish as like an orchestra? And everyone has an instrument. I don't know what your instrument is, but you have an instrument. And if only 20% of the orchestra are playing, it's not going to sound very good. <laughs> but if everyone is playing in the orchestra and playing their instrument, then it is going to be quite quite a celebration and quite a delightful music piece. So anyway, to look at these various ministries, Stephen ministry is one that Again, these will depend on if we have people willing to do them, okay? If there aren't people willing to be a part of these, they won't happen. But these are things that I've thought of, I think, are really vital for the growth and well-being of our parish. Stephen ministry, that is actually people being trained to walk with others in the parish through a difficult time. Stephen Ministry has been around since the 1970s. It started with the Lutheran Church over in uh, Missouri, St. Louis, I think. And um, it spread to, I believe, over a thousand churches throughout our country. And many Catholic churches have this. And so part of it is the training and the formation of people to really help them to be truly a help um, and do it in a, in a very good way, not to tell them what to do, but help them in a way to listen to them, to hear, and try to help them hear where the Spirit is is speaking to them. Anyway, the Spirit ministry is, again, to walk with people because I honestly don't have the time. I can't spread myself that thin of the various needs that we have in our parish. And a lot of people have had very difficult times to have people as a support to them would be tremendous. I would like to see us develop the small faith groups. There's a program put out by Renew International. It's called Be My Witness. And it's helping people to identify and become more aware of their faith and how it's lived out. and also form small communities um, to sharing and bonding with each other. In a large parish, this isn't a large, large parish, but it's like when we did our census last year, we had 580 people that go to a Mass on the average Sunday. That's 580. It's hard to know everybody, and sometimes it's even hard to feel close to, to people. So I want to really form the small communities that we can build the connection and the unity in our parish in helping people to feel a part instead of just alone or on their own. I don't know how many in the Catholic, in our parish, may have felt they're everything, they're alone. Whatever it is, they're alone. And I want to change that to feeling a part and belonging, and also connected and bonded with each other. So we're looking to develop the small faith groups and they can be built together in various, uh, various ways. I will go into that more. Hospitality, the welcoming at Mass, not the usher's role, um, but actually ministers of hospitality. People have told me that they weren't able to come to St. Lawrence because this ramp is so long and they're just too exhausted or weak to make it the entire length of that ramp. Or they don't have a caregiver who can push the wheelchair the length of that ramp. If you have two elderly people, neither one of them would be able to do it on their own. And even just being elderly may not be able to make it. I would like to have people of hospitality who are outside before mass starts. And when someone comes with somebody in a wheelchair or a walker, someone is there to help assist them to make sure they're able to get in and not be just totally drained by the time they get inside. Um, there was a lady yesterday, I was doing confessions, and there was a lady in the parish yesterday who had come to the conf- go to confession, but she f- an elderly lady, she fell out of her car and she said fortunately another car came by and stopped and helped pick her up to get her off. She said she couldn't get up off the street and she wasn't drinking either. Okay. But the helper, and it's like just like if people were out there from our parish and seeing someone struggling, we wouldn't have a difficulty for some of our uh, physically challenged people to be a part. This parish had to be designed by people in their 30s and 40s because every th- building is able- going upstairs or downstairs. It wasn't designed by people who were 70, or 80, or 90. Because it would have been designed a little bit different. Um, but anyway, to try to have a hospitality, a welcoming, where we're out there, we have people out there to assist people coming up the steps if they're struggling. Or you might see maybe a young woman struggling with a, the several children to, to keep them corralled, and to get them inside whatever it might be, to have people who are there to assist and to welcome people and to even answer questions that people may have if they're just in visiting. a Deacon's Food Pantry, um, you may see that, Uh, it's open house today. Uh, It's going to be open after mass, I'd like to invite you to go over to see what we're going to be doing now with the food pantry. We are going to be serving 175 families, that's about 350-360 people. Um, to go over and see what you're a part of and what this parish is trying to do for the community around us. Um, Anyway, the Deacon's Food Pantry, we need probably about 50 to 60 volunteers to work that, to really help because we want someone working with each person that comes in selecting the food that, that they'll be receiving. Ministry to the Homebound. We have quite a few members in this parish who aren't able to come. They are they are truly homebound, either nursing home, or uh, you know at home alone. And I have been very very weak at trying to get out to uh, to the homebound. I would have loved to have been doing it more than I'd have been able to, but I had a few other things on my plate. Um, but I would love to see at least each person of the parish that is homebound have someone to visit with them once a week. Once a week, unless you're on vacation, but once a week that they connect then with the parish, know the parish is concerned and is caring about them. I would love to have that individualized ministry to those who are homebound. Um, Newcomers Welcome Committee, Mostly I've had Jeanette Carnes do it as the secretary, but I'd actually like to have a, a group of people who would do planning and a welcoming, how do we welcome people into our, our parish? How do we truly make them feel a part of it? and become a welcoming committee, um, hosting um, a little reception for them, but also reaching out to them, helping them in a way say, why don't you meet me at mass? Uh, what mass do you go to? I'll meet you there and, uh, and introduce you to some of the people that I know. How can we make it more truly a welcoming parish community? That's what I want the newcomer committee to work on for us. Anyway, we ask that you complete these by the, by the first week of June. You can take it home and spend some time with it. If you have any questions, just call the office in Jeanette you in. Um, but this is, I really want us to celebrate our 150th anniversary, but also I want to go forward in building the parish by each one having a role and a responsibility and a part of the life of the parish that we celebrate here. God bless you.